Hello lovely people, you're listening to Let's Talk About Comedy and I'm your host, Jodie Patterson. This week, I interviewed Calvin Jones. Now, he's an Irish comedian living in Edinburgh. I met him, as I've met many of my guests, through Ultra Comedy, he's part of the Comedy Fam. He is so funny, I love his, he has this sort of long form story comedy that I really, really relate to. He is very funny. We talk a lot about uh, the writing process, a little bit about how gigs make us feel. And yeah, it's just a really great interview. Listen in. Hi, thank you for doing this podcast with me. No, no worries. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, So where are you with your comedy journey right now? Oh, I was just counting actually, because other people, when they're asked, they say how many open mics they've done. And I was like, well, I have no idea. I've not been keeping track. But I reckon it's around 15 open mics since we did the show together in December. Mm. And it's nice. I've seen like a lot of different places in Edinburgh and a lot of different people that I probably would never have have met. So, yeah, just trying to do five, seven minutes, trying some new things that I think are funny that I've had written in in a notepad for years. But... Clearly, when you say them out loud, that changes everything. So. <laughs> so do you have a lot written in your notebooks? Yeah, I had an old phone. It's it's my notes on my phone, mostly. Uh, just a random thought that comes in or a line that I thought was funny or a situation that I thought was funny. And then I was hoping that they would somehow all merge together and form a, a decent set. But it's a lot harder to, to graft out the funny from the not funny. You're saying it's harder to craft out the funny from the not funny. How do you have a process of doing that at the moment? There's some things that I just think are, I, I, I go through them and sometimes I don't understand what they mean. Um, and there's some things that I still think are funny from the day that I wrote it down. Uh, and the process is trying to expand them a little bit. And then I think it was great when we had the meetups for the course where you could say anything really, and people would be really honest and supportive and say either, that's got potential or you know what that's been done before and it's just not that funny i think people are really constructive with their criticism per se um but yeah that's i want to do more have more people that i can bounce things off uh because that's the only way you you know because everything's funny in my head and (laughs) and then you have to get the receiver to to have the same reaction Absolutely. We were so lucky, actually, that we found such a collaborative group. <laughs> um, and you're de- you're gunning to have that back up and running. I'm definitely keen to attend, by the way, because <laughs> I need to get back into it. The problem is that I stopped doing open mics, which was the, my biggest mistake, because getting back into doing them, so hard. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It. I think everything is bigger in your head when you, and then you, the more you put it off, you're like, oh, you, it builds and builds and builds until you just crack it in the head again. Uh, so yeah, I think some people have done a lot more than me, but I've tried to go once a week. But sometimes you get there, sometimes you don't. But it's fine. Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have quite a good? balance between your working life your home life and comedy do you think I think I do now uh, when we started in December I was working full-time 
and then I was having to try and see family and then my partner's family in Italy. So we had a lot of commitments. So and my work, I have to commute one hour. So you're, you're arriving early, you're leaving late, you're traveling two hours in the car. And then if you're not in work today, you're thinking that you're there tomorrow. So back at that time, I was really not balanced. And then in February, I decided to reduce to half time. Um, so it's it's 24 hours a week, which is essentially two or three days a week, which for me is perfect. And then I can pick up additional shifts when I feel like it. So I've been quite lucky in that sense. Since February, I've had a much better work-life balance because I realized I had no proper friends. When I met the group of people at comedy, I was like, that's what it's like to meet friends again. Because <laughs> we had COVID and everything and we'd moved to the city. I had some sports friends, but even then I couldn't commit to a team. So you guys, you guys give me the kick I needed to be like, <laughs> it's nice to have friends. <laughs> I have to admit, I did experience similar. COVID completely mm. ruined any friendship group I had. And now we've got this wonderful yeah. group of people. We're like a little family, I think. Yeah, it's really cute, yeah. <laughs> I know. And to find that, um, you know, I, I'm only 27, but to find that at my age is actually quite rare. Yeah, same. I'm 29 now, not counting. Um, and I remember on I remember on the first week I was standing outside the pub where we did the lessons, and I was like, I'm not going in until literally the time is. I think it was seven o'clock start. <laughs> I'd arrived five minutes early, and I'm like, I'm not going in because I was just too awkward to, to meet people. <laughs> and then everyone was just open arms, and then we were arriving early to meet up. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, absolutely, me too. So what? Is comedy for you? Is it a hobby or do you want to see it as something a little bit more? Well, I think if it, if it became more brilliant, I think you'd be lying if you were like, no, I don't want to be <laughs> recognized for being such a good comic. But do I think I have that potential? Probably not. Uh, but I like, I like the social aspect of it. Uh, you get to do something where people hopefully laugh at you. And you hear people tell stories from such a wide range of backgrounds that I would probably never meet. Like the age range in our class, I guess, or in the comedy course was between early 20s to late... Well, I don't want to offend anyone. Uh, <laughs> late 50s. Yeah, we'll leave that uh, there. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, so like, and everyone's there for one reason. And that's, I think that's a nice thing. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. And in terms of your comedy influences, is there any particular comedian that, that you look up to? The number one for me is Norm MacDonald. Uh, yeah. Just, it's the type of humour that I like. It doesn't, it can be controversial, anything can be controversial, but it's not like pushing certain tropes or boundaries just for the sake of it. It's just genuinely taking absurd stances on things. I, I, I like that. Um Dylan Moran Moran. Um yeah. and David O'Doherty I've seen him. Yeah, I, th yeah. I remember you, you watched this stuff. And yeah, David O'Doherty I've seen him a couple of times. I just I think those are probably three of my favorites. I I will admit I'm not very good at like expanding my horizons, but I probably should because when we watched the other comics and other people would tell me their influence, 
I think you can become a bit more rounded and see different takes on things. So I, I should probably be a bit more expansive. Well, if you think about it, though, by doing open mics, you're seeing other people's comedy every week. Yeah. So you are unintentionally expanding your horizons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just not Jimmy and Jerry Seinfeld that's up there every week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Do you have any jokes that never made it to the stage? Well, you probably you oh. have loads written down. I know that, <laughs> but do you have any jokes you would never ever bring to the stage? Because they're too controversial, or they're just—I don't think they're ready. Both. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I could. Anyone could go on the stage and say something that's really controversial and mean and degrading, just because it's a popular statement, or or you could even get laughs with it, but. It, I think it's the more I've watched good comics do comedy, you realize how calculated and smart it is if it's good, rather than just a bit vulgar and brash. Um, so now there are there are loads of things I've written down that I've never said out loud that I would like to. <laughs> if I <laughs> of course if I have the kahunas. Um but We'll see. I hope. Hopefully, most of the ideas that I like, I'll I'll be able to bring them out at some point. Um, I did a new bit last week, on the Tuesday, and it really bombed. Like nobody laughed, and it was like regressing back to stage one. And then on <laughs> on the Friday, three days later, I I tweaked it in those three days a bit, changed the order of things, and it got a much better reaction, which was kind of nice to see. Oh, actually, you. If the audience don't laugh, it's it's your fault, not the audience's fault. It's like your joke needs yep. to be better. And rather than like it's very easy to turn around and say, Oh, they weren't a good audience, but actually maybe your delivery or your order or your timing just wasn't good enough. So get better. I was talking to Alan actually and he said a very similar thing where you know, although he only really does the same five minutes, he does find that with certain audiences it just doesn't work mm. but because he hasn't changed that those are the gigs that are really bad for him <laughs> yeah Which, absolutely so yeah i think you're right it's definitely us adapting to the audience rather than the audience adapting to us <laughs> they're, they're you've, here gotta for read the room. you've got to read the room and if you think about it they they've come in expecting to laugh yeah and if we can't do that we've failed <laughs> exactly and it, a big thing is what age group is the crowd what city are you in is it like if i start talking about glasgow and edinburgh in in london it just maybe doesn't have the same ring to it with the rivalry or so you, you can't expect the same five well especially my stuff some of it's quite local so you mm. can't expect it to just work everywhere so i i'm tr that's why i'm trying to expand my five minutes that if i were somewhere else that it's kind of universal so we'll see we'll see it's mm small steps at a time exactly you just got to start from somewhere and work your way through so is it only edinburgh that you've done open mics in or have you gone elsewhere i did one in glasgow at the comedy festival in glasgow which was mostly other comedians just speaking to each other so <laughs> it, it was fine uh and then i did one in london which was the so you think you're funny competition that a few people oh, have I forgot that you did done. that, yes. Yeah, um, 
So I think the dates were full in Edinburgh and Glasgow, and I just ended up getting a spot in London. So we decided to make a trip out of it, and I was I had a few friends down there actually, so I had a bit of a, a crowd. So it was nice. Do you think you did well? <laughs> no, the 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 audience were terrible. Um, no, um <laughs> I've had better sets. I don't think. Yeah. I think it could have gone worse and you just never know. The The judges say it's not about the reaction from the crowd. It's about the, the structure of the joke and the quality of the material that they look out for. But I can't help but feel if, if the crowd are going wild for it, that influences them a little bit. So You would think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll see. I have, I have no expectations from it, so I just had a good time. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad you, you know, with those things... Was it Dan was saying that you, the be all and end all can't be a competition? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's yeah. a process and a journey, and you need to roll with it. Yeah, it's when you have that crap gig and you you're feeling really down, and then you're like, you know what? Most of the time, I enjoy this because because of the things we've spoken about before. That it is such a joyful thing, and you meet so many nice people. You can't just yeah. let a one bad reaction or one bad competition let you down. 100 percent yeah. so what got you interested in comedy in the first place uh my my brother was my brother's funnier than me uh he <laughs> it's just he has a way with words and he's so quick-witted that i always wanted to get the reactions from people that he would get when he went into a room or with a crowd and so i think that was one big influence my uncle would come down every sunday he's a barman and he would pick up. He would tell us this joke that he had picked up during the week, and so there was always different people in my life that were funny, and I looked up to that. And I just I like funny. I don't like taking things too seriously. Uh, mm. There's a time and a place for everything, of course. But uh, uh, yeah, I think people I grew up around that I thought were funny were the people I wanted to be like. So then, when you watch stand-up comedians. And you, you're like, well, I, I could give it a go. I've always said I would give it a go for years. And then the opportunity came up to do it with you guys. And I thought, well, it's now or never, really. You're in Edinburgh, the, the home of comedy <laughs> in the UK. So yeah. You're in Edinburgh, COVID's over. Let's do it now. <laughs> yeah, all the excuses were out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very similar, actually. I was like, no, I'm doing it now. If I don't do it now, it's never happening. And that's it. So I did. Yeah, I'm glad. And then you're did. so happy that you do it. You're like, well, what was what was the big deal? And you realize that actually everyone set that we on the first night and the second night that we did, everyone got a laugh, which means yeah. you can do it. And that's 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 the barometer of a com comedian is do you make someone laugh? Yes. So you have everyone had that potential in our group, which was nice. I think it was such a relief when you first got that laugh as well, because you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the nightmares where you're like, oh, what if silence is a nightmare? <laughs> and especially when you're in a class with with someone like Emma, who just comes on and is amazing and incredible yeah. from day one, and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, there's so many different personalities and, and people that are so quick-witted and, and and have the voice and I just didn't feel like I had any of that so 
it was nice to see even the people that were a bit quieter and a bit more reserved, like I don't know, people like Angus, who was so chill and and yourself that maybe were a bit more introverted, but then when on the stage, just completely different story. It was really, really good. Yeah, it was lovely seeing that in because there were a few quiet people and it was good to see that as soon as we get on the stage we just completely let that go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um you are doing a fringe show. Are Trying you excited? <laughs> <laughs> are you excited for it? Yeah, excited's probably a good word. Uh the nerves haven't kicked in for it because it's too far away. I think the nerves are for the open mic tomorrow or next week. That so I haven't mm. re I haven't it hasn't sunk in that actually we need to do material every day for two weeks or whatever it is. Um so <laughs> the fact that we're living here, we've got a really nice venue. The people that are doing it are really funny. Uh, what's mm. what's not to love? But you have to be excited, so yeah. Oh, definitely. And it is a great venue. And we did that gig there. I had no idea they had that back room. Yeah. At least, uh, at least Apple. It's, it's so amazing. intimate. Yeah, yeah. And the sound just holds really well. And everyone's there. Uh, yeah. And the fairy lights at the back. That's... <laughs> I know. It's so pretty. It's like very aesthetic. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually doing, um, Bibs asked me to do one of her ones in August at uh, nice. Laugh Depot so I'm going to do that which oh that's fun. exciting yeah yeah um, how do you feel for that I'm shitting myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fine I know see when I'm there it's totally different exactly yeah that's brilliant um, yeah I'm excited for it what open mics do you normally do Um, there's the usual one weekly ones there's the Cavern at Royal Scots Club on a Wednesday. There's Al Cheeky, the one that Dan runs on a Wednesday. Trailblazers on a Tuesday. And Sketchy Beats, which is every second Friday, I think, uh, which is in Leith. Okay. It's it's a cafe that after, after 6 p.m. on a Friday, you can go in and do a workshop on comedy where uh, you just meet up with other people, write some stuff, and then they do an hour show, an hour break where everyone chats and drinks. And then another hour of whoever wants to go up can go up. So that that had a similar vibe to the workshop we had in our little group. So that's probably one of my favorites, along with Al Chiki, the one that Dan does. Oh, I mean, we have to support Dan. So <laughs> no, <I've laughs> no, but they're it, really heard, good. Yeah, I've heard it is genuinely a good one, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, I need to get back on the scene. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I am going to yeah. do that. Um, listen, that's all of my questions. So thank you so much for taking part. Um, is there anything you would like to add about your comedy? Any no. promotion, even though I did it for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come see my show. Uh, no, yeah, come see the, <laughs> the, the friend show if five, five mugs, no tea, uh, which is in the late depot. Um, and yeah, just... Thanks for having me, Judy, and congratulations on your yes. podcast. It's very, very Thank impressive, you. and you're a very, very good host, so thanks for having me. I like to think so, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the end of this podcast. Next week, I have Rasheen Doolin, another Irish comedian living in Edinburgh.